Good morning. Today is Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. What I'd like to share with you very briefly this morning is kind of an introduction to a subject that I plan to discuss tonight at 7 p.m. Our Parsha Veschanan contains the famous paragraph Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, and the paragraph that goes along after that, which cont- contains the mitzvah of mezuzah. Uchsavtam al mezuzos beisecha v'yisharecha. You should write, which means to write a passage from the Torah. It's actually to write part of the Shema itself on a piece of parchment and roll it up and to place it on the mezuzah, on the doorpost to the door of your home. Rabbi Yochanan Zweig asked the following question. Normally, a mitzvah is called by the name of the object we use to do the mitzvah. For example, there's a mitzvah of shofar because we blow the shofar. There's a mitzvah of matzah because we eat the matzah, etc., etc. But the word mezuzah We talk about the mitzvah of mezuzah, but the word mezuzah doesn't actually refer to the parchment. The word mezuzah means the doorpost. It means the place where the parchment is affixed. Now, I realize today in common language, people talk about a mezuzah as the object that you buy and you put the parchment in and you put it on the doorpost. But that's not really precise. It's not really accurate. The word mezuzah means doorpost, and it refers to where the object is placed. Isn't it strange that this mitzvah, all of a sudden, the name of it is not the object that is used, but rather the place where it goes. For example, if you had a mitzvah of uh, eating matzah, and instead of calling it matzah, you called it mouth, because you put it in your mouth. That's strange. Or instead of calling it the mitzvah of shofar, you called it the mitzvah of ears because you hear the sound with your ears. It doesn't seem to make sense. Why, when it comes to mezuzah, do we refer to where it is placed and not the object that is being used? Rabbi Zweig provides the following answer, and it's extremely important. And it will lead us even tonight to deeper understandings. In the wider world, the idea of a person's home, it's a place where I'm entitled to my privacy. I may have a big home. I may have a small home. It may be expensive. It may be very, very poor. But it's my home. It's my home. It's my castle. I get to do whatever I want in my home. I have a right to authority. I have a right to privacy. Nobody can tell me what to do in my home. Often, a person indicates that his or her home is their domain by placing their name on the door or on the doorpost. A lot of people put their name Like in an apartment building, you put your name next to the door, next to the bell. It's mine. It's mine. 
the mitzvah of placing a mezuzah on the doorpost to our home is much more than the ritual of placing a script, a text, on the doorpost. It is a philosophical statement that the home is not our home. It's God's home. God gives us the right to live there, but it is really God's home. God is the authority of the home. Because what's supposed to happen when we walk through the door and we see the mezuzah, and some people have the custom to touch the mezuzah when they walk through. Some people have the custom to kiss the mezuzah as they walk through. All of that is simply to be aware of the mezuzah. The consciousness and awareness that there is a mezuzah when I walk through is to remind myself that this is not my own private property. God is present. God's name is right here. My obligation to follow God's laws is as intense here as it is outside in the street, as it is in shul, as it is when I go to business in public. There is no such thing as a right to privacy that allows me to do whatever I want, regardless of what Hashem says. No, God is present in my room, in my house, in my living room, in my bedroom, in my kitchen. And in all of those places, I am supposed to do what it is that God has commanded. And God is watching. That's the idea of mezuzah. God is watching. God is present to make sure and to hold us accountable that what we do is proper. So therefore, the mitzvah of mezuzah is not so much about the parchment. It's about the transformation in the home. It is the doorpost that is transformed. The doorpost is transformed from an object that creates privacy that keeps out the outer world and allows me to do whatever I want inside. The doorpost is transformed when there is a mezuzah there. Now it's a doorpost where I'm allowed to enter, but only in accordance with what God has commanded me. So the mitzvah is the home, is the doorpost. It's just that the parchment is the object that gets us to recognize it. But that's why the mitzvah is called mezuzah, because it is the mezuzah itself, the doorpost itself, that is transformed when that object is placed there. This helps to explain a very interesting and curious detail in Jewish law. A person who lives in a home and they have mezuzos on all the proper doors. And then they leave the home. They sell it. They rent it to someone else. And someone else is going to move in. If the new people who are going to move in are non-Jews, they do not have any mitzvah of mezuzah. I'm allowed to take my mezuzos with me. But if the family, the people who are coming into the home after me are Jewish people, I am required to leave the mezuzah where they are. I'm not allowed to take it with me. I'm allowed to charge the new owners or tenants for the mezuzah, but I'm not allowed to take it down. Why can't I take it down? 
The mezuzah belongs to me. Why can't I take it down? So there's one technical reason. The technical reason is we want to make sure you provide the opportunity for the new people to be able to fulfill the mitzvah mezuzah right away. What happens if they're not so careful about it? What happens if they don't get around to it? This way you will ensure that the next people will be observing this mitzvah right away from the beginning. But there's a message that's much, much deeper. When I leave my home, I leave my mezuzah because I recognize that it's not my home. It's God's home. And if it's God's home while I'm living there and I place a mezuzah to remind myself, certainly when I leave, it remains God's home. It'll be God's home for some other family that has the right to live there. The purpose of the mezuzah is just as meaningful leaving it for the next family as a demonstration that whatever goes on inside must be in accordance with God's laws because God holds us accountable for what happens in our home in private, just as he does for what happens in public. There is a mida. There's a characteristic called tocho kiboro. Tocho kiboro means the inside is like the outside. If you go to the grocery store and you buy a package of strawberries and the one on the top is beautiful and gorgeous and clean, but in the middle, they're a little rotten. That's a lack of tocho kiboro. The inside is not like the outside. There are people that are like the strawberries that when you see them in public, when they speak to other people, they're within a crowd, they're very polite, they appear to be honorable people, but in private, when the door is closed, they act very differently. And then there are people who are Toho Kaboro. They're people who, what you see on the outside, the way that they are respectful to people, the way that they are honorable, the way that they are honest, the way that they are sincere and kind and forgiving, that's exactly the way they are, even in the greatest privacy, just among their family, just among their closest relatives and friends. That is a tremendous mida of tocho kaboro. That's what the mitzvah of mezuzah wants us to be able to work on. That understanding that our homes really belong to God, that God holds us accountable for what we do in private, should lead us to be the kind of people whose insides are just as refined as what is seen in public. My friends, I want to wish you a great day I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.